Welcome to the Diary of a Ghost Hunter podcast with your frightfully good hosts and paranormal investigators, Anne and Renata. Join the chaos weekly as we tell you what has inspired us, what cases we're investigating, what is driving us round the twist, and the true horror of what goes on in the background of being a ghost hunter. This is a Frightfully Good production. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to Diary of a Ghost Hunter. We're finally back from our overseas travels. We thought we'd share a little bit this episode of what happened in New Orleans. Welcome everyone to this episode. And uh, as Anne mentioned, we're going to be talking about some of the highlights, maybe some lowlights, maybe. There weren't really any, but you know. Maybe some crazy things that we did. Yeah, some crazy (laughs) antics. Uh, We have just arrived back from New Orleans. Mm -hmm. We've literally been back two days. Yep. And uh, so everything is fresh in our mind and we wanted to share with you. I've got nothing fresh in my mind right now. (laughs) (laughs) I am suffering from jet lag and uh, I'm barely upright, but I've got a smile on my dial. Mm -hmm. Yes, both of us do. Yeah, and we've got lights that aren't working, so I'm sorry if the quality's not as good as it normally is, but uh, we're we're out of rhythm, aren't we? We're, so we'll, we'll get back to it and work out what Roman did to my lights. Hi, Roman. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> Stop. We do this quite often, people. We will talk at the same time saying the same things, and sometimes we accidentally dress the same as well. It's a hoot. <laughs> this is what happens when you spend way too much time together. You mm. even had a nightmare the other night that you, you weren't sleeping very well, and then you were tossing and turning, and then you woke up confused where you were, and you yep. thought I was in bed with you, which is That's... even more strange. <laughs> yes. But the reason that 
happened is because when we were traveling, our guests had to get the best rooms yeah. and the people who had booked to share rooms, of course, they had to get the, the twin beds, which yeah. they don't have a lot of in America. No. So we ended up having to go butt to butt a few times. <laughs> Maybe not that close. Well, we but put anyway. a pillow fort down the middle. It's all good. It's <laughs> pillow fort down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> that took up that took up precious space, Anne. I just want to see, but never mind. Uh, say, say, not see, say. Anyway, we turned up three days early because we wanted to not get accidentally over. on purpose. <laughs> yes, we wanted to get Done over jet lag. Yep. We wanted to get over jet lag so it could be fresh and brilliant for the group when they arrived. As fresh and, as we can be, and, anyway. <laughs> and we were ready to start. Yes, but that offered us some very interesting insights into New Orleans. So, so you've got to say it right. New, New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans. Also, we were staying at the Andrew Jackson, which was supposed to be a very haunted hotel. Oh, remember, the first ones we were in was Madame Isabel's. Oh, yes, Here's Madame on my Isabel's. phone's on, that's not good. Which ended up being a shared accommodation place, but we had our own room and it was quite delightful. Mm-hmm. Yes, it was. But then we had that because I missed one night with the accommodation. I stuffed up, as you do. So we snuck in the Andrew Jackson. The Andrew Jackson. Mm. We were there because it was a haunted hotel. We wanted to try and have an experience. We were placed at the back of the hotel Haunt in one of the me. rooms. Haunt me! Really, the only thing we got literally happened within the first few minutes we were there, in that we heard a knock on the door. Mm-hmm. And we went to the door and there was no one there. And we've actually so. got like curtains on the door. So you can see if there's somebody at the door mm-hmm. and there was no one. There was so no one there. That was interesting. So that was probably about the most interesting thing that happened at the Andrew Jackson. But but, but uh, we got to talking to the concierge there, the gentleman at the front desk. Hello, Christopher. And uh, Christopher became a very good friend of ours very quickly. Very quickly. And um, as we found out in New Orleans with the sorry New Orleans with the southern hospitality. Yeah. Wow. As Anne was talking about why we were there in New Orleans and what we were going to be doing, he became quite fascinated and said, "You should come over to my place because I think our place is haunted." And we've gone, "Oh yeah." Yeah, yeah, you know, that'd be cool, as we did, and we yeah, walked off. people say that to us all the time. Yeah. You come over to our house and tell us what's happening, so yeah. yeah. We walked off um, and did what we were needing to do that particular day, and as we were coming back, I mentioned to Anne, I said, you know, he, the Christopher still is on duty, so he might actually mean that he wants us to come over but you know we kind of said we're not going to push it because like you said people ask this of us all the time and then they don't follow through so yeah we'll just play it by ear of course as we walked in he is ready (laughs) (laughs) i have contacted my better half we've organized everything i want you to come over he's so excited to to (laughs) meet you both he said you sure you want two fat white old ladies over at your house and he's going yeah come on (laughs) So, yeah, at the allocated time, he has rocked up to the front of the hotel and come on in, come sit down in the car. So we've gotten into the car and he's driven off on the way. He says, I've got to stop for a bottle of wine for my partner. That's fine. And he's gone off and I've just looked at Ed and I said, we've still got time to <laughs> He's left the car running. Should, run. we, should we go? What are we doing? We're getting into the car with <laughs> that's, someone we don't know. Stranger. <laughs> oh, what are we doing? But we decide to stay. We kind of thought, what could go wrong? Oh, a thousand things. 
But we ended up... He was also in a big black van, which was like... (laughs) (laughs) Come and take us away. (laughs) We ended up heading over to um, his place and were greeted not only by his partner, but by the the next door neighbours. Yes. And we all sat down and started to have a huge chat. And I think at a number of of moments during that chat, and that's going to be a um, a highlight. That's going to be we're a, doing a whole a episode because episode. I whipped out my camera, yeah, and asked permission could I film it, which I did get permission. Now there is a, a fountain in the background, which is very annoying, but you just only hear it when I'm pointing the camera at them. But the story that unfolded is fascinating. It's absolutely fascinating. Profound. And not only were we gifted the opportunity to go through their home, but we actually also were gifted the opportunity to go through the neighbour's home. <laughs> and they were living in a place that historically was very significant. Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome history yeah. about that place. And it was a privilege an absolute privilege to be there and to talk to them about everything. And they took us out the front and there was plaques out there that were showing the history of the location and it was very significant. There were, I can tell you a little bit, but I don't want to go too deeply. Mm. It was the location where the slave ships first came into New Orleans and they had pens there that they were all herded into yep. and sold on this location. Mm. So to hear these two beautiful African-American men telling their story of what was happening there, but also their history mm. and the history of the building, how that all connected was... Yeah, it was profound. And look, what we've done is we've asked Steve to prioritise this episode and we're going to try and get it out for Halloween because it changed us. Mm. We we were listening to a culture that we were totally unfamiliar with. We'd only read about it in history books or seen it on TV in shows. And to hear it coming from the mouths of the people who were, the, well, you know, their ancestors were there. Yeah, so, the ancestry of it. Wow. Truly profound. Yes, we were absolute nutters for getting in the car with someone we'd just met. But what a gift we were given. Yeah. And, I think uh, we still had jet lag. I don't know why we did that, but I'm still so <laughs> well, grateful that we, we did. Tr- we trusted this well, person. Well, he was the concierge on the, at the Andrew Jas- yeah. Jackson. I actually sent messages to people saying, if we go missing, ask Chris from the Andrew Jackson what he did with our bodies. <laughs> <laughs> we, we trusted him. And, we did. We had a good vibe. And so we had this really profound thing happen within the first few days that we were there. And that sort of set the goalposts, I guess, for every other experience that we had. So we then moved in uh, with the rest of the group. The, the group arrived in, in bits and pieces if we're yawning. Over, the last, oh. uh, over the next day or so <laughs> until everyone was there. Uh, we had our dinner where we sort of get to meet everyone and oh, say hello. Where was our dinner, our uh, inaugural dinner where the whole group came together? Oh, I can't remember. You the, can't the, remember? No, it can't. was very significant because it was on a boat. It was on a paddle steamer boat on the Mississippi River. No, it was not. No, we were at that the restaurant. That was the pre-dinner. That was oh, the that pre-tour. was the pre-dinner. Sorry, the night that pre-dinner. we all came together. Ah, right. Yes. Yes. On the... <laughs> yep. On, that's correct. I'm jumping ahead. On the paddle steamer. Yep. Yeah. And you actually normally would not get on a boat... At all because your seasickness is awful. Yep. 
But in this case, you braved it because you figured it's going to be fairly flat. Mm -hmm. It was a paddle stem and not going terribly fast. Mm. And you had the biggest grin on your face from ear to ear. I sent a photo to her husband saying she's on a boat. He said, what did you do with my wife? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was good. It was fun. And it was so amazing to be there with people who had, we knew a few of them personally, we knew a few of them because they were long-term fans. Yes. And were, had followed and us. Poo um, bars. And grand poo bars. And for some, it was first time meeting. Yeah. And there were some who had booked on the tour that we were doing back in 2020 before COVID destroyed yeah. everything. And they still came. Yeah. Yeah. They hung on that whole time. Yeah. yeah. And we had the most beautiful group of people we could possibly have wished for. Oh, it was amazing. They, they were, were just amazing. Brilliant. They were absolutely and brilliant. And one very brave American lady who came to join the bunch of crazy Aussies <laughs> and our hostess with the mostess, oh, Angela. Angela. Oh. Angela. Oh. The angel that she was. We uh, may have stressed her a couple of times, but that's okay. She handled it with grace. And Angela uh, has uh, her own business there in New Orleans, um, uh, and it is called Secrets. New Orleans Secrets. Yep. So if you are heading to New Orleans, New and, Orleans, uh, well, whatever. You say it your way, I'll say it my way. You can way. say it the Aussie way, <laughs> as long as you don't say Norlands because they don't like that. No, they don't. If you're going there and you're looking for someone who will supply Fabulous tours uh, um, and really, really authentic information given by tour guides that are just absolutely so wrapped in what they're doing for you. Get in contact with uh, New Orleans Secrets. Um, They will... We'll try to remember to put a link in the the proper name so you can find it. absolutely give you the box and dice. Of New Orleans. So yes, so we met Angela. We then um, started our nine-day adventure and we started off with tours all over the place. We had things going on every single day. We, d- we did the cemetery. Oh, um, we did a couple of cemeteries. Yeah, we did a couple of cemeteries. Um, we we did, did, well, the t-shirt I'm wearing is actually from the pharmacy museum, mm-hmm. which was haunted. We did some voodoo workshops. We got to meet Roby. Mm-hmm. Roby, Robbie. Can't remember how you say it. Roby, He's apparently yeah. quite famous on YouTube, Voodoo High Priest, and he wow. changed our lives <laughs> again. It was another life-changing <laughs> moment, and that is available on YouTube because he gave me permission to film live. He actually said he wants his message to reach more people. Yeah. So please film him. Please go watch it. You will just be blown away by the words that he offers. He talks about traditional voodoo and yeah. he, he talks about what they actually do and why they do it and dispels a whole lot of rubbish stuff that's talked about. The faith that he has and the spirituality that they rely and depend on to see them through. And it's it was a joyous opportunity to be there with a whole lot of other people because it was a large group. And he took us around a park area where they go every week and they do this ritual of giving On back the to Sunday, the earth. Yeah. Um, and he said, now, this is not normally something that I would do for groups, but because of Angela. Because of Angela. <laughs> we got to spend a couple of hours with Roby and he 
he just transformed all of us. Mm. It was another one of those mind-blowing moments in time that actually changes you as a person. Yeah, and then he gifted us all a Grigri bag, yes, which is uh, a little pouch full of different spices, herbs, some rice, which is all tied up very tightly in a knot, some maybe some oils and things in there. What was the one you received? Can you remember? No. Oh, I thank can't. you, Roman, who's banging out the back there. <laughs> uh, mine was to do with intuition and psychic abilities, mm. which I thought was interesting. Yeah, I think I asked for. Whatever you got, I remember it was very appropriate, and I rolled my eyes at you. <laughs> Uh, financial success in business or something right no you think it was but it wasn't all right okay it was more like a soul searching you need to really think hard about this okay um that's how clear my mind is right Mm -hmm. now Uh, i'm just gaslighting her yeah and of course that's that was a a profound moment we went to the ursuline convent um and there was absolutely zero talk of the casket girls and the whole mythology about that the vampires yeah it was very much about um, showing the church inside and talking about the history of the ursulines in new orleans we did find the patron saint of googly eyes I will pop a photo up there so you can see what I'm talking about. She's the patron saint of googly eyes. I'm so honoured. Yes, another (laughs) profound moment. It was hot. It was hot in New Orleans. It it was, it was steamy. Warm. It was warm. It was steamy. And we're cranky um, old ladies. It didn't go down too well. And there were lots of people everywhere. We got to see the Lori Mansion from the outside. No one goes inside. Nope. It is privately owned, and so it's all blocked off. We got to see a lot about Nicholas Cage. We got to see a lot about yes, because his he, misfortunes. Yes, he was. He owned the Lori Mansion for a little while. He also has a huge pyramid in one of the cemeteries built and we were all concocting little mythologies about what he has hidden in there, which is uh, all famous stuff that Because um, he, he went bankrupt because yes. he had a problem with his tax deduction. So they're not allowed to take your burial plot. That's one of the few things they're not allowed to take from you. So we think that he's actually got his fortune stashed away <laughs> yeah. in there. Now, we also met a vampire lady, a, a oh. lady that writes books and information about vampires. And the mm. most interesting thing I heard her say, oh, we also had absinthe <laughs> during that whole conversation. So I'm not sure how much <laughs> actually we in and uh, out the other ear. But she, one of the things that she mentioned, which really struck me, was she doesn't believe in vampires. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems. But getting therapy has its own problems, too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and, of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. 
<laughs> while we're at her vampire club. Um, you kind of go, excuse me? I mean, do you really need to say that at this point? Yep. You've just like, I'll just leave now. Thank you. I'll take my absinthe and I'll go. <laughs> so I just don't understand that. But anyway, maybe she was trying to, you know, um, make herself sound normal. I don't know. And I, don't know. I, I was re- watching for the teeth. I was looking for the vampire teeth. There was none of that. Yeah. The, one of the, the cafes, they have a vampire cafe there. On our first night there, we went down the um, Bourbon Street and we bought... A blood bag each. Oh, yes. It was a cocktail <laughs> uh-huh. that is in a blood bag. I'll try to remember to pop a picture in there. Oh, we just lost our light again. And you you literally suck on the tube of this blood bag. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. I could have had several of those. <laughs> yes. Then we got the yard glass of slushy. We thought, oh, yeah, that this is just going to be lolly water. I got through about this much of the rotten thing. And then Renata had to help me. And we go, oh, this is nothing. And by the time we were back at our hotel, <laughs> like, oh, oh. Well, <laughs> we were feeling it. We were feeling it. Slightly feral. Oh, dear. Uh, yes, we did the, the pharmacy museum, which was great. Oh, and I've done a little special one on that as well, but I've asked everyone what their favourite item was from the pharmacy museum. And let me tell you, there's some doozies in there. <laughs> there is a very creative ways of relieving pain, which mm. you'll find out about when that episode comes up. Mm. Yes, interesting. Mm. But the, these, this great, the, all this great history. We did a cooking class as well. We did. I dragged Renata off to a cooking class on our first day. We had literally landed the night before and had a little bit of sleep, got up and thought, we'll go for a wander. Mm-hmm. And I found this cooking class. And I've got, oh, Renata, it starts in 10 minutes. Can If I pay for you, will you come with me? She's going, no, I don't want to do that. And I was, please, please, please. Anyway, walked off down the street and I was sad and dejected and dragging my toes. <laughs> and I said, I really want that to do this. That gets me every time. It's and she went, guilt. oh, all right. Oh, come all on. All right. <laughs> so we, we went skipping back and signed up for the class. And it turns out the reason she didn't want to do it is because she didn't want to cook. That's true. And it wasn't that at all. We sat around at tables and we watched this delightful lady who was, I think, in her 80s, cook up. A storm. Oh, cooked up jambalaya and, and what was it, the other one? The gumbo and yeah. and we had bread pudding. Oh, oh. <laughs> We had so much bread pudding. Yeah, and they kept, we like, she cooked it in front of us and then yeah. served it. Yeah. Ooh. We were full. We were chockers. That Couldn't was eat all of it. Yeah, so uh, that was the cooking classes when we learned about mm-hmm. the Trinity and the Rue. Oh, yes, the Trinity. And it's not Father, Son and Holy Ghost, believe me. <laughs> was by the time it came out the other end. <laughs> now, we also met some ghost hunting teams while we were over oh, yes, there. We, we, met, we met two. Uh, they were very, very different from each other. Yep. And Shout out to Louisiana Spirits. We love you guys. Thank yeah. you for our T-shirts. Thank you so much. We're not going to mention the other ones. <laughs> We won't mention the other ones. You'll probably hear bits and pieces mm. about it as we move through the coming weeks. Mm. But yes, let's just say our group was not your average touristy group. We were there to investigate. And they were also quite knowledgeable. Many of them knew how to ghost hunt, knew what the equipment was, how it's used properly. Yes. Because yes. they'd start off going, oh, so do you know what this is? It's a K2 meter. And they'll go, Yes. <laughs> they'd hold up a cat ball. Do you know what this is? Yes, it's a cat ball. And then they got out the tripwire and they've gone, do you know what this is? I said, yes, mine's bigger than yours, though. <laughs> oh, and that upset. Oh, that, upset. that did not go that down well. them up. Yeah, they were using a homemade 
SLS X cam, not, not the one that Bill made, but it's the one where they just get the guts of an Xbox and create something from it. And you get a lot of false readings with those. It will map anything into a figure. Mm-hmm. And if you, not saying that they did this, but if you were running a ghost tour and you knew how to get to a location and angle the camera correctly, you knowing that it's going to get a stick figure, like just move it down a little bit, down a little bit. Yeah, just angle a bit. Oh, look, you've got a ghost there. Oh, it's gone. Yeah, you must have moved. And she's not saying that they did that. She's not saying they did that. They, but they... that you've just got to be careful with those cameras that you understand <coughs> that they can give you false readings. Mm. And it now, doesn't help when they start off talking about demons and um, and all that exorcisms. sort of stuff. Yeah, yes. exorcisms, because yep. that's not our cup of tea. Yep. And uh, we went to the plantations. So we went to the Nurtles and we went to Oak Alley. They were fantastic. Really super experiences. And both of them were very different. Very different. One one very different from the other. We found at Myrtles that they spoke nothing about the the enslaved history. Mm-hmm. Um, now, they do call it enslaved, the enslaved, not the slaves. Yep. They were people who were enslaved. The Myrtles kind of kept very, very quiet about that. Oak Alley was a little bit more forthright and open, plus the fact that they've got a whole exhibition that is dedicated to the enslaved that were there on the property. So it was, it was quite different. We did get to do investigations at both sites. They were private investigations mm-hmm. that we did. Mm-hmm. So we did uh, one at Myrtles in one of the oldest cabins. So Mysterious Adventures had booked out all of the, and um, Angela had booked out the the rooms in the main house of the Myrtles, which are the haunted rooms, mm-hmm. plus the caretaker's cottage as well. And it was at that stage that Angela said to us, so do you want to stay in the main house, the haunted rooms, or do you want to go out to the garden rooms? And I'm going, I want to stay in the haunted rooms. And Renata's going, we can't. It's got to go to our guests. They've paid a lot of money to come and do this. We can't do that. Going, I really want to. <laughs> I really want to. But. So we stayed out in the beautiful, stunningly beautiful garden rooms. Yes. But they were very, everyone was very generous with the time that they, they offered did. in their spaces. So we, we did And Wayne didn't snore too loudly. No, we did a little bit of investigating there. And uh, we did um, capture a really good EVP mm-hmm. in one of the rooms. So hopefully that has been recorded. At Oak Alley, the big house was closed down. Our um, tour guide was very interesting there, wasn't she? And move aside, everybody. (laughs) She'd walk through. She's obviously done this tour a lot of times. Knew exactly how to move the crowd around to uh, get exactly what she wanted from them. Uh, I remember when we were checking in, and I forgot about this, is that the lady said, uh, now here's your key. Now just wait outside of the house. Don't come in until I invite you in. We were so tired. We've just opened up and gone in. I'm laying down on the bed when she's (laughs) come in to let us into the house. Oh, I felt so bad. Anyway. Yes, so they had some odd rules. Yeah. And uh, and so we did some investigations around the outside of the house in Oak Alley. And in Joanne Wayne, Jody's room. Yes. Uh, house, because they had some of the slave quarters, um, the enslaved quarters that they were sleeping in, the original buildings that they have fitted out and made into accommodation. Mm-hmm. And... 
that's where we got the good EVP. Mm, got an EVP there. Mm. Yeah. So that was really great. I had a really interesting spirit experience at the Myrtles and we're just checking time because we don't want this to go for too long. Yes, we've got so the we'll radio be, show tonight. So we will be finishing up. And in, I know there's not a, a lot of left on the battery on the, yeah. the microphones too. And they tell the story about the ghosts at, at the Myrtles and that they love to take jewellery. They love <gasps> yes. to take jewellery. And we went, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. And there's there's a cabinet there with bits and pieces of jewellery in it. And we were all wondering what that was all about until kind of we understood that those two things went together. Um, and this cabinet full of jewellery pieces was all the bits and pieces of jewellery that they'd found lying around after guests had gone. In weird God. places. Yeah. And didn't think much more of it. And um, one of our lovely uh, people who Lita. was on the tour, Lita, had a beautiful necklace that was very, very personally very precious. special to her. And she had a little jewellery box that she bought with her. And every night she'd take this necklace off and place it in the jewellery box and put it in a special place. And one morning she woke up, went to the jewellery box to put the necklace back on and it wasn't there. Oh, my God, where could it be? And so they've searched the whole room, searched everything, couldn't find it anywhere, did another search as you do. And then you start looking at all the weird places that you normally do when you're frantic about um, finding something. They eventually found it stuck in a glasses case under the glasses that had not been used throughout the whole trip. And not that, been opened. And that glasses case was packed in somewhere else as well. So... Phew, she got her necklace back. Now, but I, then... <laughs> I didn't realise that um, I had earrings on that were like in the shape of a little heart with some, you know, diamantes around it. And I took those out. I used to take them out every night because it was awkward sleeping in them. And I placed them on the bathroom counter and didn't even think about it until, you know, we we're packing up the next day and frantically getting out. And On um, the bus, she goes, I haven't got my earrings on. I don't have my earrings on. Oh, I must have packed them somewhere. It's, it's going to be okay. Couldn't find them anywhere at all. And I thought, oh, my God, it's true. The ghosts do like to take jewellery. But uh, but then you go through your little... Well, I get out my makeup bag my uh, with the toothbrush and everything. I've put it on the thing. I've gone, what's that down the bottom? It's one of Renata's earrings. Just one. Just one. Now, you'd think if she'd accidentally popped them into the wrong case or if I'd picked them up and accidentally put them in the case, they'd both be there. There was one. Hmm. Where is the other one? Where is the other one? (laughs) So, uh, as I've mentioned before, I'm going to write to Myrtles and ask them whether they've actually found an earring um, like that in that room. Uh, and if they could just take a photo of it, if it's in the cabinet and they can take a photo of it, oh, that would be joyous. Leave it in the, cab- the cabinet uh, yeah, with the, the I collection. I am then part of the history of Myrtles. <laughs> the legend and the law. <laughs> oh, that would be wonderful. But yes, we have lots more stories that we can share, but that's all we're going to tell you today because I think we've come to about the end. But... You can actually join us on our next adventure to Ireland. Yes. We are heading off to Ireland in March and we have announced the official itinerary. We are going to be at Lep Castle. We are going to, I think it was Malahide. We're going to our favourite place, Muckross. Yep. Love Muckross. We're going to a fairy fort. Uh, we're going to Galway for St. Patrick's Day. We are actually going to be also going uh, and That's visiting. That's my dog just came in. Uh, visiting uh, St Bridget's Well. Oh, uh, and we're going to get we're going to make clooties. It, the 
the whole thing is so chock-a-block packed with things to do that it's astounding. No one can look at that itinerary and say, there's nothing there that, you know. We are going to be on the 17th of March, St. Patrick's Day in Galway. We're going to be part of the St. Patrick's Day shenanigans. She, She just didn't hear that I said that, but never mind. Never mind. I did say that. Anne. Did you? I did. Obviously, it wasn't said with such passion <laughs> like myself because I found it far more <coughs> invigorating when I said it. Okay. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> but if you do want to join us, the Mysterious uh, Adventures. Mysterious Adventures, we will put a link in uh, with this podcast episode. It's just $100 US to mark your spot. And then and you can it pay it off. First in, best dressed. So there, there is a payment plan that is available. It's very, very good. It includes virtually everything on that um, nine-day or ten-day itinerary. They get you from the airport to the hotel and then they get you back at the end yeah. and it's going to be all the transfers, all the entry into everything we're going to. I think it also includes all the breakfast for this one. All the breakfast yeah. and a, um, a one dinner at the very beginning and one dinner at the very end. Um, and and, and all you need to then just look at is your airfares um, and that is your And choice. your insurance, yep. And your insurance. So please, 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 if you are interested, get in contact with us and we will put you through to um, Maria at Mysterious Adventures and come on this tour with us. It is spectacular. And everyone has so much fun. If you just look at the videos and the pictures of our New Orleans one, you'll see what a hoot everyone have. But we've got to get out of here, Renata. Yep. We've got to go do Spooky Sunday. So uh, thanks for being patient and waiting for the new episode to come out. Hopefully we'll get them out every week now for the rest of the year with yeah. any luck. But uh, guys, remember, we'll see you on the dark side. Let's get spooky. And be frightfully good. Bye. Don't be a dickhead. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of Diary of a Ghost Hunter. Make sure you check out our True Hauntings podcast, Spooky Sunday podcast, and make sure you have a frightfully good night.